We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! Welcome to the Mouthpiece, episode 43, year two. Today, we're gonna talk about my beautiful online poker rush I have had. Um, we're gonna talk about coronavirus. We're gonna talk about the cancellation of the World Series of Poker till about October. We're gonna also talk about the new cheating scandal in poker. And we're gonna talk about me playing live poker with my guests to listen to the mouthpiece. So buckle up, the mouthpiece is next. What up, what up everybody? Sorry, it's been a while. It's been, um, God, it's been almost a month since my birthday, since we've uh, had a podcast. Um, I just uh, want to apologize to everybody for that. Uh, I've been um, going through a lot. Um, I think I, you know, last time I was on, I was telling you my dad had just passed away a week before. Um, then my my cat got really sick, and. Um, they told me he had a 0.1% chance of living and uh, somehow, some way, I he got an MRI of his brain. He was having really bad seizures and the lady said that uh, he, he doesn't have a, a, a tumor in his brain and she said that it's only the first time in 10 years she's seen a 10-year-old cat that got um, seizures that didn't have a brain tumor. So uh, they gave him a spinal tap, blood work, uh, a MRI of the brain, and um, they, they uh, once they eliminate that, they come to a conclusion he has epilepsy. Um, for a cat to get epilepsy at 10 years old is beyond rare. So uh, I have to give this stupid cat fucking pills every day, four times a day. Um, you don't know what stress is unless you try and give a cat a pill four times a day by yourself. Um, the girlfriend's coming back tomorrow. She's been in L.A. for like five weeks. Um, but um, I, I, I'll just have to say, uh, oh, God, it's uh, I have to wrap him in a blanket so he doesn't scratch the fuck out of me. Then I have to somehow hold him with like one arm and put my weight on it. Then I have to tilt his head back to where the bottom of his jaw opens and then I have to quickly drop the fucking pill down his fucking throat. Then he tries to spit it up because the cats don't like pills. So uh, I have to make sure it's not in between his cheeks and he actually swallows it. Um, further like the first three days I was finding pills all over the floor the little fucker would like like it wouldn't be in his cheeks and it looked like he'd swallow it but he put it behind his tongue or something and the second he got off the bed he would uh, spit it out of his mouth so um, yeah that's been kind of a nightmare so uh, but I'm really happy he's gonna live and um, you know anybody that follows me knows how much I love my animals so you know uh that was that was the first good news to have happened in a long time for me um and ever since then ever since i realized that the cat's gonna live uh i went on this uh 
well, I call it 38-day winning streak in poker in a private no-limit game. Um, small game. I mean, 5, 10, 20. Um, uh, you could say I lost one day, which I did. I had a, I lost $2 one day, and then I won the other 37 uh, so I'm back on my feet and uh, basically uh, just p- paying debts and staying alive. And uh, you don't need to call me if I owe you. Yay, Mikey. <laughs> you don't need to call me if I owe you because uh, you'll be getting a call from me as long as I keep winning. Uh, I told myself that I was going to build my bankroll to a certain amount before I started paying people. I've reached that goal. So um, now uh, everything I win, hopefully from here on out, uh, I'll just be calling people that I owe. I don't owe that much money. Everybody thinks I owe a lot, but I don't. Uh, So uh, I'm pretty sure I'll be out of debt here probably within a month, uh, maybe even... Maybe two. Uh, you know, I don't expect to run like as good as I've done. So um, that's what's been going on in my life. Um, so not everybody, um, not all online poker, I guess, is rigged if I could finally win an online poker because I never win an online poker. Uh, but uh, I, uh, I, I really used to win all the time playing No Limit Hold'em. I just never played No Limit Hold'em much even back in the online days i was always playing mixed games on full tilt or plo quarter 50 plo because the no limit games were just they just were, were tough so um but the thing i learned the most i think over the last um eight weeks is when you put in the reps like i i found myself playing six hours a day every day um everything kind of comes back to me and putting in the reps has really brought my no, no limit game to a very, very high level. Um, now, am I playing against all the greatest players in the world? No. Um, but you know, there's plenty of good players in our game. Uh, but I'm playing probably the best poker maybe of my life. And, and you come combine that with one of the running one, probably the best I've ran ever. Probably the best, without a doubt, the best run of cards I've had since '97. Um, that's going to equal a lot of good results. So, um, you know, I'm really I'm proud of myself. I mean, I didn't really ever believe I could play at that really high no limit hold'em level. I know I went deep in the main event last year. Um, I also finished 15th in the uh, Bay 101 this year in March, uh, and 27th in the LAPC. But um, that was more uh, playing a lot of pot control, playing somewhat tight, uh, and uh, picking my spots. Uh, what I've done now is, with my confidence growing and my ability to uh, get my confidence to where I'm able to pull triggers and I see see weakness, and I've really been able to open the game back up to where... I used to be now I don't want to overstate it and get too excited but between uh, 2000 and 
2005, I, I was 100% top three no-limit players in the world, um, maybe even the best, uh, but probably, probably top three. Uh, the thought that I could ever even maybe even make top 50 again was something I'd never even dreamed of thinking. But I do believe that if I keep putting in the reps and keep uh, playing the way I'm playing, that I could be definitely a force to be reckoned with here in the future as long as I stay out of out of pain. Um, again, you know, being home, relaxing, uh, playing uh, where I'm not walking, uh, my pain level has been way down, which has allowed me to play at a really high level too. Uh, I've learned how to read online. Uh, it's always been a struggle for me. I've always been able to be a great reader live, uh, but being able to focus on certain players, uh, the way they bet, uh, it's really been able to pick up a lot of tells there. So, you know, overall, I'm really happy. Um, you know, I don't want to go out and say I'm right now, I'm like, top 50 no limit players in the world i think i am you know i think i'm i might even be higher uh my ability to see things are my god-given talent and uh you put the god-given talent with putting in reps uh it's really made me really be good so um i mean even uh one of the players uh one of the pro players in the game was just like um not only is Mike playing the best I've ever seen and running the best I've ever seen, he said he might be playing the best I've ever seen anybody in a private game ever even play. So um, because of that, I've uh, had days where I've been kicked out of the game because I win too much or, you know, suspended for winning too much or whatever. You know how it works in poker. Jealousy in poker is... Uh, is not a good thing, even though everybody seems to always be jealous of somebody. So, uh, you know, with seven years of misery I had, the thought that I'm able to go on a little bit of a rush and and the whole world's like the world's coming to an end because God forbid Mike makes a, a few dollars and pays off some debts and, and doesn't have to struggle in his life. You know, it's like, oh my God, Mike, Mike's winning so much. Oh my God, we can't let Mike have any money. God forbid, you know, so uh, really frustrating with the way people act a lot of times. But, uh, you know, listen, I've been down, I've, I've been through hell and back the last uh, six years, and uh, there's nobody in the world, um, in the poker world, that has even remotely come close to being through what I've been through in the last 20 years. And I don't play the victim. I now play the victor. I don't feel sorry for myself anymore. I try and make the best of things, and that's what I do. You know, it's the best you can do in life, you know. But the fact that I, uh, I'm doing well now, it's like, you know, people don't want to see me do well. It's like it's like I used to tell, I used to, I, I even told, uh, when I first met Michael Phelps, I told him, uh, you know, you're a big star now. I'm like, people are going to want to take you down. I go, people get off. I'm watching you burn. They don't want to see you be successful. So uh, that's just the way it is in life, you know. Um, and again, that goes back towards uh, following the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not covet. 
you know that's one of the biggest problems with people in the world they're all jealous of everything and what everybody does and that that stems a lot from social media uh and it stems just from just the way people are uh i try and treat people the way i can and uh, don't be jealous of anybody and uh, try and make the best you can so hopefully i will keep this run rolling um and uh you know i grind you know it's uh but i don't it's fun to me now it's like i never like grinding no limit it's you're always sitting there looking for the one big hand you know what i mean and all of a sudden you're you're making lots of big hands and then lots of you know just i i don't know how to explain it but i've been in the zone and running great and it's definitely the best i've played no limit hold'em since 2005 when i was probably the best of the world so does that mean i'm the best of the world now no i got a long ways to go but i'm working hard on my game to get there in other words i never had the drive to want to be one of the best no limit hold'em players in the world again i was happy being one of the best mixed game players in the world crushing during the world series you know, making making my money when I play, um, and I was happy with that. But now that I started playing No Limit Hold'em again, and I, I basically played No Limit Hold'em for the last year, and only No Limit Hold'em. I played like mixed games once in the last year. So even after the World Series last year, where I felt my No Limit Hold'em game was really getting good because I was coming off the the uh, deep run in the LAPC. And then I had the deep run in the main event, and then the deep run in the turbo, and then getting head up in a, against all the top Germans in the uh, in the one table. Um, I felt I was re- getting really good, and my confidence was growing. And uh, you know, then I play uh, I played live at the bike like three four times. I won pretty big. Um, I just just felt like my game was getting better and better. And then unfortunately, uh, then I decided uh, when I came back from. Uh, Washington DC on February 25th I was supposed to go straight to LAPC but the uh, the uh, coronavirus was getting uh, I didn't know it was going to be this bad but uh, but it was getting uh, to become uh, pretty bad so uh, because of my pain pills and stuff I'm on my my uh, immune system somewhat depressed suppressed so uh, I skipped the LAPC and then I went straight to, to Bay 101, in which I got 15th out of like 300 people there. And I gave it away, by the way, uh, literally gave it away. So, um, uh, I, again, my confidence was high. And then the pandemic hit and I, you know, I got invo- invited to some private games and uh, just putting in the, uh, the reps. And uh, the first probably four weeks I was winning decent, but not big. But then all of a sudden... The cards started hitting me. The confidence started flying. I started opening my game up, and and then I I kind of just really did well. So um, I'm pretty happy with that. So uh, you know, with with that with that in mind, you know, that's that's pretty much what's going on there. So, anyways, uh, let's uh, let's switch some subjects over. Um, if you guys want to talk about and. Um, I'll be taking your phone calls at uh, 702-329-0480. Anybody wants to call in and talk to me, ask me any questions they want, I'm more than happy to be taking them. The Mouthpiece. If you'd like to take part in our phone call segment, you can give us a call at 702-329-0480. 
And if you're a snowflake or a pussy and you don't want to talk to me, you can email me at mouthpiecepodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow me at the Mouth Mattiso on Twitter for times that our call-in segment will be live. Alright, alright. Call me 702-329-0480 and we'll do some talking about what's going on. So, my brother bought me this mask. Alright, we got a call. Let's see what I have to say. What up, what up? Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. What's up, Mike? It's Rick Fuller. Rick, buddy. What a bee, brother. How you doing? I'm doing fucking great. I'm I'm ready for, for, for my man, Rick, to start coming over and get my help me get my book done. That's what I'm waiting for. All right. I wanted to talk about the tweet that you sent out. It said, I've eaten out at least five times now in the last eight days mm-hmm. with zero mass. Yeah. Feel bad for anyone who lives in fear. Yep. Hashtag enjoy life. Exactly. Don't you think that's kind of a ridiculous take for you to make on the safety of others around you? Well, there was not one. If I tell you what, I I, I ate at my sushi restaurant and it was supposed to be 50% capacity. It was 100% capacity and not one person in there was wearing a mask or brought one in. So, um, no. I think that... uh, I, I just don't think it's, I, I just look at the numbers, Rick. The, the numbers, if there's 1.5 million infected out of 360 million people, what, 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 am, I wor- what am I worried about? Why do I have to worry don't about? Don't you think that that 1.5 million is greatly influenced by the fact that we have been in lockdown? Well, I would, I would say that, I would say that, but the death rate per million is uh, I think uh, one in 240 in the United States and Sweden that had zero lockdown is one in 280. Was that worth destroying okay, the entire you compare, economy? You can't compare no, you go by millions. You go by millions. It's all based on numbers by millions. Okay, so for okay, an ex- But if you're going to compare Sweden's demographics to the United States' demographics, okay. that's a ridiculous comparison. Okay. more... You'd be better off comparing them to surrounding countries like Norway or Finland. Okay. If you compare those numbers, Sweden has had significantly worse statistics by not going into lockdown. Well, they have had worse statistics, but worse statistics as far as destroying the entire economy to where so many people Look, are. I'm not that's arguing I'm you. I'm not arguing the fact that the lockdown has been terrible for the economy. I'm not arguing the mm-hmm. fact that the lockdown has not done more damage. To the population than not locking down correct that's 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 my point yet. i'm trying to make right? and neither do you neither right. of us know those numbers yet right okay there's been significant there's been a significant impact to the united states population and to the economy by going into a lockdown there's no question that that's true yeah however the fact that you're I, i'm talking about your tweet here that you're not going to wear a mask out there if you're not worried about yourself, aren't you worried about passing that virus on to others? Aren't you worried about well, how am I how am I going how am I going to get being the virus? Socially how, irresponsible in that way. How am I going to get the virus? I never leave the house. 
<laughs> you just said that you've been out to I eat. Go, I go to eat dinner. I go to eat dinner. You were at a fully packed sushi restaurant where no one was wearing a mask. What do you mean, how are you going to get the virus? I'm just trying to say is I'm not worried about it, okay? There's 5,600 people. You're not worried about it for yourself. There's 5,600 people in the entire state of Nevada that have the coronavirus and 362 deaths. Do you understand how many people die from all kinds of other things that— There's a big difference between between tested positive for the coronavirus— and have the coronavirus. And if they have it, people have tested well, well, why aren't the hospitals, the, where the, why aren't the hospitals, got, why aren't they at the hospital if they all have it? You see what I'm trying to say? All I'm saying is there's proof Lots now. Of people get the virus and it has little to no effect on them. That's why they're not at the hospital. There's However, a, they pass it on to people who it has a major effect on. Listen. So when you go out into public without wearing a mask, you are potentially putting people at risk. Well, it's not about you. It's about other people that you might be putting at risk. I, I tell you right now, I don't believe that. I, I, listen, I have my own beliefs of it. You, you know, we're very much aligned in almost everything, right? And I'm, and when we disagree on something, it's great. It's great that we're able to to talk it out. You know what I'm saying? But it's like sure. Matt, me and Matt Glantz, we were talking the other day, right? And Matt Glantz, I don't care what anyone says, he'll tell you straight out. He leans about eh, a good five, 10 degrees left, okay? He's a, not a very big Trump supporter, and he says straight out, the entire virus, if you add the numbers out, is just way less than the common flu, and it's all politically driven by the media, the entire field. I, I, I strongly doubt that Matt Glantz says that. You don't? You want me to put him to on? I Matt Glantz confirm Let's call him. that he said Let's that. Let's put him on. Let's call him right now. I, I would Let's... love to have Matt Glantz confirm that he said that. Yeah. Let me— uh, Oh, we're not hooked as in a Zoom right now? Fuck, I could have just Zoomed him on. We, I can try it. Just keep talking. I'll try yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Call, uh, text him. Say, ask him if he wants to Zoom on in here. So, um, you know, and we were just talking yesterday. He's like, he, th- he, he, he thinks he's been saying forever it's a complete hoax. And I'm like, thank he Now he's like totally agrees with me. No, it's not. I'm not saying it's a hoax. The virus is real. But the media outrage is fucking driven to keep the economy closed and you know why that is. Come on, Rick, man. you got to see that. I mean, what's the incentive of the media to keep... What's the incentive of the media to keep... Because they went from... Because now they're going to say, Trump, look at the Trump economy. It's all in tatters. Look what Trump did. You can't reelect this guy. His, look, what, look at the economy. They're like, oh, he was but running on the... But that's what they're running they're on now. They're looking at the... Did you see Biden's tweet yesterday about about look at look what Trump did to your economy? This is what they're going to run on now, Rick. Okay, the the average person. It's not just the liberal economy, though. I mean, the liberal the liberal media that's pushing the narrative. You're you're saying all the media, but the media are basically on the same page with regard to mask wearing and with regard to social distancing and things like that regardless of which way the media leans. It's not, if, if it's a media conspiracy, you're talking about a vast conspiracy across the spectrum of the media. Yeah. Both political sides. So, like, if you're watching like, What's show, the incentive of the right-wing media for this? The My brother brought me this mask. He wants me to wear it out with a lot of people. It's like a $200 mask. I was going to put, here, I'm going to put it on for you. Now, if everybody in the world wore this mask, it's a 
3M mask goes over your head. It comes down here, as you can see, and it straps around your back like this. Hold on. I just wanted to show you guys this. I was going to put it on last week. And it's got filters and a respirator in front of it. Now, now I look like a complete fucking idiot. But, um... I know, agree with that. My brother wants me to wear it when I'm out and about. And, uh, I just, uh, when I walk into a Walgreens or a supermarket, I wear it. But when I walk in to go eat sushi, I, I go to the, the end of the sushi bar by myself, where there's nobody within like four or five feet of me and I and I eat you know what I mean that's just it um, okay well that mask is is a little over the top and, you know, and yeah, I, I know that I know that this is part of the rhetoric that you're trying to say this is how well the thing is is my brother ridiculous you look. if everybody wore this mask everybody could go that, out that, and we could have a normal life mask is not in any way necessary for we're trying what what is what we're trying to wear masks for right. the reason that we're trying to wear them but you no know, that's, that's a painter's mask or whatever that is designed to it's designed to filter out small of, smaller yeah. particles than virus yeah of course but my brother said a virus can't get in it but anyways I just think it's... Well, um, I'm sure that's true. There's no doubt that's true. I just think... <laughs> that's a little ridiculous. That's a little over the top. Intentionally, I'm sure. Um, but, um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, what did I just do? Did I break it? Of course I broke it. So, uh, no. So, uh, but there's no... You got to remember, the first two months, the first month, it was masks are bad. Masks will cause you to have more virus. Now, you're supposed to wear a mask, Right. And no, the, the narrative that masks were bad was undoubtedly to try to keep people from well, making a run on masks. That we well, that's what I thought, too. Emergency I felt the same also. There's no question. On that. I agree. I, that I will agree with. Well, you. There's no doubt that masks are not bad. Masks are good. Right. That, 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 so that you, you can just forget about that. That was a ridiculous statement. That was made in order in order oh, I agree in, in order to try to keep people from making a run on. Masks. No, I, I'll agree with you on that. So let's just say. Um, uh Two days ago, there was they had a study, and it came out that you have one one thousandth of a chance, less chance of 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 uh, uh, getting the coronavirus outside than you do inside. So that's a one thousand percent, one one thousandth less chance. Uh, uh, so a thousand more likely to get it inside than you are outside. Okay, yet. They keep everybody inside and these governors won't open up the country and let people out on the beaches. Like in New York, you, the, what, what, is, what is this fucking de Blasio not allowing people to, you could go to the beaches, but you can't go in the ocean. Do you know how the ocean cleans the body? How good the ocean is for the body? I mean, it's just. It's there, have been some, there have been some ridiculous takes by governors of the various states. Right. That's what I'll, that's what, that's the point I'm trying to say. Not being, saying you can go on the beach and you cannot go in the ocean is a ridiculous take. It's absolutely right. absurd. Jay Inslee in Washington has destroyed that state. Absolutely, where he sent millions of dollars to Nigeria in the unemployment scam. Hundreds of millions of dollars absolutely. sent to Nigeria in an unemployment scam. Now, they're, and, they're, governors have governors have fucked up everything completely multiple times over. No question. Um, no question. Right. Okay. What I want to discuss with you is your your refusal to wear a mask out in public. Well, it's, 
I do it's wear it, out, but I but I just it's, I can't wear it in a restaurant when you go to eat. That's all I'm saying. I mean, well, how do you how do you plan okay. to eat? It, yes, you cannot wear a mask while you're eating. No question. That's a, that was all you I'm trying to say. When you walk in, you can wear a mask when you're interacting with the host, when you're paying at the yeah. cashier, when you're when you're having a conversation where you're potentially spewing spittle out of your mouth towards somebody. Well, the, that's know, one thing. I'll, actually, physically eating in the sushi restaurant I eat, they all have a plastic like welder's mask on their front, so they don't. Uh, none of them could. Uh, put it out it's really pretty good what they're doing so it's like a it looks like a welder's mask but it's like a it's a way thinner and a plastic mask and all the sushi chefs are wearing it yeah, it's he a just spittle rick it's a face shield yeah it's a face shield so I, I honestly feel really comfortable when i go there now like i said i don't it seems like everybody that's in the restaurant are families so they're they're sitting in the booth you know what i'm saying by the and so it seems like everything's normal you see what i mean but uh, when I go to the, I'm, I mean, I didn't go to the, uh, to the, uh, on, and sit on the sushi bar and be right next to people. I, I went to the corner by myself, and the sushi bar only had about eight people at it, anyways. So, and they were, but I'm just trying to okay, say. Okay, so unlike the tone of your tweet, yeah. you're not opposed to wearing a mask. No. When you're out in public. No. Both not for at your all. safety and health and for the health and safety of people around you. Oh, no. Because not you sent out this tweet. To, to well, however many followers you have, yeah, hundred thousand, well, fifty thousand. Yeah, but you know how I how I that made it sound like that made it sound like you didn't care. That made it sound yeah, like you well, thought no. the whole mask thing was a joke, was was a hoax, no. and that no, you, I, you I were care. opposed to doing and taking any step, even the smallest, slightest step of wearing a mask for the health and safety of oh no, the people in our are country. you kidding me? I was I was the most safest person in the world till my dad passed away. I mean, like I wasn't even allowed over the, I couldn't even be anywhere near my dad unless I was like in the, in my house for two weeks and had no symptoms. So, uh, and then I had my, that's when my brother bought me this mask to wear or whatever to make sure my dad didn't get sick, but he ended up, you know, passing away anyways. And, um, I don't think it was from COVID. I just think it was just, it was just his time, you know, but, uh, you know, it was very frustrating. I went, went like even at the funeral, I had to wear one of those regular masks, and and then you're crying. I mean, it made things worse because then you're wiping your face. Uh, I'm like, man, I'm more lucky, likely to get COVID wiping my fucking face from the tears coming out of my eyes because the mask is covering my face and I can't breathe. You know, the one thing about that mask that I was wearing, it is like a painter's mask with filter, but you can breathe out of it. You know what I mean? And it fits like really hard to your face it really fits hard to your face but you know yeah. like i said if it, it's like if it, it's we have no proof that social distancing and and that has 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 made it better there's no proof of that there will be maybe well, but there is none right <laughs> now there's there's probably no proof of that but there's a lot of circumstantial evidence Right. If this was a criminal trial, you, it, it would be guilty based on circumstantial evidence. Yeah. There's, there's, now, the question is, the real question is, did the lockdown do more damage than leaving things open would have done? Right. And there's, you know, the, the whole point of the whole goal of the lockdown was to flatten the curve, right. not to cure the virus. Well, that's is my, very this valid. is my big the curve problem. was flattened and we should be reopened. Right. No question about it. And that. people, listen, people are going to die wearing a mask. Right. People are going to die. 
and it's sad and there's nothing we can do about it okay but with that said people die every day hundreds of thousands of people die every day you know you're just you can't tell people in the united states of america the land of the free that you have to close your business and we're going to put you in poverty in the in america you just it's against the, the goal is not to stop people from dying. My yeah. husband, that's never it was been always, the goal. You're but, right. People but are now, going to die. But now they've time. made it that goal. Every time, every single time it, on a CNN, if anybody in a red state that opened early dies, that's going to be on the front page because they're going to politicize it and say, see, I told you. When it was never about people dying, it was always about flattening the curve. You saw Dave Portnoy's uh, rant. He was spot on. Everything he said was spot on, you know, and it, it, listen, I did not see it, but oh, you didn't. Oh, my God. It was unbelievable. You know, he said, when did flattening the curve become we can't open till we have a cure, you know, and you had because you had Fauci like three weeks ago say, oh, we can't hap we can't uh, we can't actually open until there's a, a vaccine right fully. And even the governor or the mayor of L.A. County said, I don't we don't plan on fully opening till there's a vaccine. Now, I've done a lot of research on these vaccines. okay? and you're going to fast track a vaccine. I mean, you don't know what it's going to do to you. You know what I'm trying to say? I mean, there's no chance they're making me take it. I mean, I'm not taking a vaccine, you know, unless they I mean, there's just too much. I, I, I sit, you know, I have too much time on my hands, Rick. So I. I do a lot of reading. I, I'm going to send you a bunch of stuff that I've been reading about, and uh, maybe you'll uh, you, uh, you'll understand a little bit more of what's going on uh, in my what I believe. I I know this. You, that sounds incredibly incredibly exciting. You don't believe you you don't believe in you. Do you believe in everything's a coincidence? I don't believe in coincidences. Okay, I just don't. Okay. Do you do you know about like I have you do you know about event two hundred one on December first two thousand nineteen? No. Okay. On event event two hundred one two thousand nine was on December first two thousand nineteen, attended by five thousand people in New York City. It was sponsored by the Bill Gate Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Okay. It was a mock global pandemic. Okay. Basically, they talked about what would happen if there was a major global pandemic in the next year. Okay, and they, they did all these mock things and all these mock drills. And all oh, lo and behold, there's a global pandemic a month later. Okay, number one. Number two, when they came out, it was all, wet, it was in the wet markets, wet markets, blah, 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 right? Now, I'm not an idiot. There's, there's like the second most uh, uh, secure viral lab 2.9 miles away from the wet market, which... Now they there's very they say the seat the intelligence shows there's very good support that it was leaked from that wet market or from that viral lab. Okay. Now you have to ask yourself, we know for sure that it was probably leaked from that lab. Was it done on purpose or on accident? Either way, let's just say it was an accident. It was probably an accident. Could have been purpose, but it was probably an accident. They covered it up. They consistently told Trump there was nothing to worry about. It was all contained, all contained. The World Health Organization on on January 20th said there's no proof of contact with human to human when they already knew there was, okay? 
They called Trump a fucking racist for closing China on December 31st, the travel ban from China, okay? And then while they were busy trying to trying to uh, uh, impeach him when they already knew the outcome, we, I mean, it's just so, it was all political. They already knew he was going to get convicted in the House and, and he was going to, in the Senate, he was going to get acquitted. So it was all a bunch of bullshit. So when they were doing that, the virus was spreading. And then afterwards, they had, let's see, let's go to our next story. Oh, now we'll cover the virus when Tucker Carlson uh, was covering the virus every day for two months before any part of the lamestream media started covering it. But then they decided they were going to say, oh, Trump doesn't care about you. He's not, he's not on top of the virus. Okay, he was obviously t- t- told by, by uh, um Xi Jinping that there was nothing to worry about it was contained then once it hit Italy that's when everybody the shit hit the fan and that's when Trump shut down uh travel to Italy to to Europe to everywhere you know and by that time it already spread inside the country you know the bottom line I'm trying to say is is you you you've been around long enough to know that in a political year everything's going to be politicized and it's disgusting on both sides, by the way. I'm not taking one side or the other. On both sides, okay? And for them to, for people to be the media convincing people that, oh, 100,000 people died and it's Trump's fault. No, it's a world pandemic, okay? If you add up everybody who died in Europe, in Europe, okay, and their population, they have 20 million more less people than the United States, and they have over 40,000 more deaths if you combine everywhere between Germany, France, and everywhere in Europe. But the mainstream media won't tell you that. They just want to tell you what a global failure the United States are. We're the, we are the biggest country in the world beside India now and, and China. Now, we know China lied about their numbers. It's Im- impossible for 3,000 people to have died. Okay, you, you, You'll agree there, right? You know, it's just impossible. So uh, yes, I right. agree with that. Okay, so like even Deborah Book Brooks, and you know, and she's been in five administrations. She's very well, you know, within the task force. She said she points it out and says this number here is just impossible. Okay, so we all know that number is impossible. Now we could say now let's look to India. India was very lucky. They saw what happened in Italy. They saw it spreading in the United States. And they shut down India when there was only like 70 cases. They shut down 1.4 billion people when before it was able to spread there. And that's why they were able to contain it. But for people to to, to want to blame Trump, it's just like, I mean, they bl- they blame him for everything. Okay, has he made mistakes? He's made a lot of mistakes, but so has everybody else. Fauci has flipped like six times. Fauci on February 31st, oh, we, there is very likelihood we have nothing to worry about in the United States. Oh, there's nothing to worry about in the United States. And then he comes on and he says, then uh, it was like it was spreading on surfaces. Then uh, three days ago, there's now no proof that it's spreading on surfaces. That was that they have no proof of that. Then today they came out and said, well, now it looks like it's spreading on So there's so much disinformation coming from the top, the high-end people. It's like Trump doesn't know about virus. disinformation yeah. or, is it, or is it uncertainty and speculation? Both, I think. I think it's both, absolutely. Okay, well, disinformation means it's intentional. Um, 
That's a good question. So at first, I really trusted Fauci. And I thought he was a good old guy, older guy, you know. But then I started doing backgrounds on him. And he was involved with, with in, the, in the 80s with the AIDS epidemic. He did a couple, some shady stuff. You could go look it up. And, um, you know, it, it's really weird. Like in 2017, when he came, when, when there was, right before Trump was inaugurated, right, he, he, was, he did an interview saying that there's going to be a global pandemic sometime during the uptime administration. Now, how the fuck's he know this? You know what I'm trying to say? And he invested like, I think 2.9 million into that virology lab in China. I'm just, I'm just saying, I do my homework. I don't just like spit fucking shit out. Okay, Sometimes I have, my... a, I have a lot of questions. Yeah. Go ahead. You started this with something about Bill and Melinda Gates doing a, some kind of scenario. Correct. Where a global pandemic hits mm-hmm. the United States. Right. What, what was the point of that little story? Well, I, I like to bring that out because um, you don't. Wh- why are people running mock global pandemics a month before a global pandemic, unless they know something's coming? That's like saying that's like saying why was the United States doing a terrorist strike scenario on New York City uh, right before the ni- the oh. the nine eleven and there's terror a, attack. and guess what? There's a lot of people believe that the the U.S knew about it and didn't did nothing to stop it so they could go to war in the middle east and it's very you meant, possible you said people that you meant you meant you said yeah, yeah, people yeah. but you meant idiots right yeah yeah i'm just saying it's very possible now i i believe that i don't believe that okay i don't i'm not a conspiracy theorist on 9-11 but there is a lot of evidence that points to that if you want to believe it you know what i'm saying i'm not a conspiracy theorist i just go and look up things and i say to myself why did this happened a month before the pandemic. Why? There's this other doctor, I forgot his name, but I, I on December 15th, God, I got to get his name to you, Rick. He was talking about um, uh, that he was at Event 201 two weeks ago, and he was talking about the likelihood of a global pandemic. And the reason why I looked this guy up, because he was on Fox News spreading like uh, left-wing talking points about a month and a half ago. And I'm like, why is he these are these are like left-wing talking points let me look this guy up and i find this interview on him i got to get you this number name and i'm going to send it to you and i look it up and it was two and he was talking about the uh on december 16th the interview uh about the uh, event 201 and how there's going to be a global pandemic so it's like it seems like they all knew and it, it just feels that way to me and then you go. The fact that people knew that there was going to be a global pandemic, it does not make it a conspiracy that there was a global pandemic. Right. Right. People have been saying for for forever that there's going that there will be global pandemics. So there's going to be another one after this. Of course, there will be. Just because. Let me ask something. Well, just uh, because someone wait, says man, there's going Danny, to be a global Danny pandemic, wants to ask because something. people Danny wants plan to ask for it. And what's up, Danny? Uh, yeah, that's a good. That's a good question. Do you want to you want to come on the show and get on Zoom with me, and then we we'll take call-ins from people. Yeah, I'll have to download it. Once you take some calls, and I'll work on getting it called. I'll work on uh, downloading. It. Yeah, and I'll uh, I'll send you out uh, uh, my. Uh, I'll text you these uh, the Zoom number, and then you can just join the meeting. All right, okay? sounds good, Mike. All right, buddy. Sounds Talk good. to you in a few. All right, bye. Talk to you. Hello. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike? Who's this? This is Matt from Pennsylvania. Matt, what's up, buddy? How's it going? Hey, I just I just caught the last about. 
10 minutes. I'm not sure who you were talking to on the phone. Uh, it was Rick Fuller. He's a public but, uh, Yeah. That guy... Who is he? His name is Rick Fuller. He's a really good friend. He's a poker player. And uh, we've oh, we've been good friends for thought, 15 he, years. Oh, okay. Well, you kind of sounded like a homo to me, to be honest. Nah, he's because... a good guy. He, he's a good guy. He's a good guy, and we agree on what almost everything. As far as this virus goes, I mean, obviously there's the virus. We all have to, of we, you know, you have to, so you have to wear a mask everywhere. But hold on, I'm struggling with connections. Se- hold on a second, buddy. Hold on. To get him out of the box. Say, say um, that again. Say that again. What the fuck is wrong with this connection they, today? It's really they're annoying. trying the media narrative. Right. Go ahead. I hear you. You there? Yep. The, the, the media. media. The media narrative is to blame a virus on Donald Trump to get him out of office. Absolutely. How does anybody see anything different than this? I mean, that's the point I'm and trying you know to make. That's the only point and I'm trying to make. They, and they actually want to, they want to put a guy in office, Joe Biden, that can't who put two words know together. What day of the week it is? No, he doesn't. He doesn't, he's, it's sad. The guy, it's elder abuse. The guy has dementia. He doesn't, he can't put two sentences together. He can't, it's, 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 I don't even know what they're doing, but I, I have my own thoughts on this. I do believe that they are going to run Michelle Obama as his VP and then oh he's going to no and he's going to step down and Obama's going to run the country again and the and that's when all hell breaks loose in this country okay I'll tell you did you see the other day on the news he said something to the effect of he said uh we've lost 85,000 jobs and millions of people um, yeah I'm, have died I'm, from the, in the United States alone. Yeah, he doesn't even know number. Like, <laughs> he said 150. His finger on the nuclear warhead button. Are you kidding me? He said 150 million people died from gun violence last year. I mean, he doesn't know what he's saying. Okay, I mean, he. I, and listen, I don't know him, but with all respect, granted, he's opposite politically of me. But Tucker Carlson, who I think is the greatest person on TV. Okay, because he's not a partisan. He he fucking calls Trump out all the time. He calls the right out all the time. He just tells it like it is. And he said he's known Joe Biden for 20 years and he's a good man, but he is absolutely lost it mentally. And they what they are doing to him is a disgrace. So, you know, you have to look he's at not, he's not he's not fit to run an ice cream kitchen. He can't. Right. So what you have to ask yourself what is their only alternative to win, okay? They had Obama-Biden for eight years. If they go with Biden-Obama, okay, even though she said she's not interested, okay, Barack Obama, he might not talk like Trump. He's a great speaker, but he's a fucking narcissist just like anybody else who runs for president. And he will do whatever he can to save his name, Okay, with this Obama Gate shit and all the shit going on. And it just it's a woman of color. It's it's exactly what they could do to get get out the vote. Now, I can I just see this is going he's he's even said he wants her, but she turned it down. But I don't believe it. If you watch how the how quiet they've been on the left, there's a reason they have a plan. And this, I believe, is the plan. Okay, 
And uh, if, you realize, you realize before before this before this act of God pandemic happened, mm-hmm. Trump was going to win. They in, say even the, by more than he did last. And no, he was going to win in the biggest la- in probably the second biggest landslide in the history of the of the United States. The only bigger landslide was Reagan's reelection. Okay, but he was going to probably get about That's six it. or seven hundred fucking electoral votes. I now think, with that, I think Rick is on. Ask him if he can hear you. Yeah, uh, Rick, can you hear me? Hold on, we might have brought Rick on. We're trying to get him into a Zoom conversation here. Uh, oh, I lost. No, we lost our caller. Well, welcome to the mouthpieces, Mike. Hello, Mikey. What's going on, man? What's that? Who's this? This is Degenerate Dan. How's it going? Good, man. How are you doing? For some reason, I'm struggling with my uh, call-ins today. I keep people keep cutting out, so bear with me, man. Oh, no, it's all good. I can hear you. Yeah. Hey, man, so we're on air right now, huh? Yes, we're live. We're live, man. What do you what, you got any questions for me? What do you want to talk about? Let's talk. Yeah, well, you're, you're talking about how you, you don't believe in conspiracies, but, you know, it looks like the conspiracy theorists have been uh, pretty correct on a lot of things here. What's going on? Well, uh, well, they are. I mean, it's like it, it, it's I'm just trying to prove a point to people. I'm not people think like I don't care. Of course I care. Nobody cares more than me about people. Okay, but if you just put the num the numbers are telling you that it's just not you have. I mean, like I just look up lots of numbers. Okay, forty seven thousand people a month die from obesity. That means more people have died from obesity since the pandemic started than have died in the United States from the virus. Should we close every fast food restaurant? Okay, are all their names on the no, front page? No, it, it makes no sense. Right? They, no, they shut down every mom. They, they shut down every mom and pop shop. Well, right? Well, Walmart's Wha- wide open. Now, why did they do that? They did it to put the country in poverty. Okay, what happens when the when people need money to survive or food to survive? They lean on the government. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> okay, I no, knew. I, it's gonna be I knew twenty twenty was going to be crazy, but I I mean I knew they'd stop at nothing to take Trump out. And uh, it might work. It really might work. I mean, okay. But here's my here's my next question, Mikey. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a huge I'm not a I don't want to piss you off here, but have you looked into who runs Trump? Oh, the Trump, fucking, Trump's a puppet, dude. Of course he's a puppet. I know that. Okay, but he's less okay, of a puppet so than the rest ever, of them. Why don't you ever talk about that? I mean, they're all puppets. They're all puppets. So oh, I, like, I've I've talked about it many know, times. So, Yes. Well, you should say that because you praise Trump a lot, but he's well, Trump's really an Im- but I don't. I think Trump Wrong. is a moron. Wrong. Okay. I think Trump is a moron. Okay. But with well, that I, said, I agree with you. I, I think. But that doesn't mean I don't like his policies you gotta, either. You got to say you got to say what they are. I mean, the guy's clearly a puppet. You are fake news. Yeah. No, I. I. He's clearly. What's fake news about that? No, we're joking. He's joking. We're just. We're Have just, you looked uh, into who runs him? <laughs> no, I mean it, it's. it's Mike, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, the same people that run the people on the left. You have the the, the big donors run everything, man. It's I mean, the people who run the whole world, but right, and that's the shadow government. So we, talk, so talk, so talk about that. Don't yeah. stop praising Trump. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not. Listen, he's a, he's I'm not. Listen, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll. You know what? I'm glad you called because I don't want to listen. There's, I cannot stand seventy percent of the things Trump's done. Okay, but. With that said, yeah. he has, he is on his own done things outside of being the puppet, which is 
My brother. Do you really believe that? Well, my brother thinks like you. I say, well, he took on China, and my brother says, no, they they put him in office to take on China of because they the did. world no, they, wants they, China out of the World tra- Trade Organization. The world right. wants. That's what my brother says. Now he makes that. I started thinking about what he was saying, and it makes a lot of sense. You agree with what my brother says? Well, Mike, you, you're. I I agree with a lot of things you're saying, but. Yeah. You know, you're, you're you're saying how you don't believe conspiracy theories, but you're connecting dots here. I mean, these are this is. Have you? Do you oh, know I believe who invented it. the word conspiracy theory. Yeah. No, I believe conspiracy theories, but I don't believe a lot of them. Are do you know who the word conspiracy theory? Have you looked into that? No. What is it? What is exactly does? It I mean, mean, it's just look into who invented the word conspiracy theory, and you'll understand it all. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. They, anyone who tries to connect the dots, they'll call you a conspiracy theorist. Right. Exactly. Uh, if you don't believe their the narrative they're pushing, it's a conspiracy theory, right? And that's Exactly. And that, I think it was the CIA that in, no, seriously, the CIA invented the word uh, conspiracy theory for people like you who connect dots. I'm not even kidding. No, I believe it. Look it up. Like that's what I tell Look my I tell my listeners, right? And a lot of poker players, I say, "Don't be sheep." Go out and do your own research, okay? When somebody no, if tells you— it's not on you, TV, Mike, they're not going to listen to you. It's insane, right. you know? But the thing is, if, 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 if the media is telling you it's a conspiracy theory, okay, go do your own research on it. That's all I tell people. Exactly. That's all people, I want. People don't, have, people don't think for themselves anymore, Mike. Right. Exactly. I don't care if you agree with me politically or not. I want you to think for yourself. That's all I want people to do. If 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 For they're sure. tell, if they're telling you on CNN that um, mail-in ballots there's it's, there's no such thing as fraud that, that that it's a conspiracy theory they're fucking lying. All you have to do is do your homework yeah. and see how many elections, how much ballot harvesting there's been, and you could there's been like Here's, fifteen elections. I agree with you, Mike, but don't get caught up. Don't don't get caught up on the left and right bullshit. It's no, all the same. You no, man, you sound just like my brother. And you know what? I think you might be right. He's it's been telling game, Mike. Mike, it's a huge game. It's it's a game, and you and I aren't involved in. Right. Believe me, these people these people print the money, Mike. I agree. How are I mean, they all? Look, at, look, look it up for yourself. Look, look, look up the. Just Google the World Bank. Just do yourself a favor and Google the World Bank. The world These people what? print the money for the world, Mike. Right. No, it's, I, it's, my, it's, man. This is not conspiracy theory. You you want to know what my brother? You can look it up yourself. You want to know what my brother's thought process is on this? Okay, and and you might agree. Just, okay? just look who prints the money. I mean, it's not rocket science. It, no. If, I, if you if you print the money, you run the whole world. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That's why I tell people. People that's are how like, they, that's how they control you. Mike. Oh, yeah. And when I tell everyone. when I say to my brother, like, like, uh, I'll say, uh, what do you think that uh, what, that uh, they saw that they had a bunch of nobodies running against Trump and he was a lock to win 2020. Of course they do. Of course. Okay. They, look at these people they, they put up there. It's right. A joke. It was a joke. So what did they do? They were in a, China was in an 18 month brutal trade war where it was going to cost them five trillion dollars. And so they saw he had no chance of re, of not winning reelection. And I think they went to, to plan D or E, which is unleash the virus on the world. OK, you take out the head of the stake, which is the United States, and then you control the they, then, then they're wide open and everybody's dependent on them. And then maybe they'll get Trump out of office now. My brother says opposite. Right. Uh, he says he says my brother says that when China says the U.S. was the one that planted the virus, that they're telling the truth. Now, if you look, at, see, I do a lot of research. A lot of people on my podcast they just 
don't do research. But if you look back to Yeah, October, but Mike, do you do research or do you watch Fox News? No, I do research. Fox News doing research. No, 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 I do Mike. research. Like on October 31st, there was a a uh, a mil- it was called the Military Games in Wuhan, China. Do you hear you heard about that? Okay. Now, they they were saying that um, there was all the uh, the heads of militaries came to Wuhan for some kind of special uh, military games. Uh, I don't know exactly what they are. And that the Chinese people are saying yeah. that the U.S. planted the virus there to blame them for it. And my brother says huh. that they did it because the not 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 just. That, that the world wanted China out of the world world and that to blame it on them. And that's why when they say, and it's possible. I mean, my, when I, my, my, right. I, it is possible. when I say, look, uh, Mike, anything, opposite. anything's possible. Mike, right. we're living in an insane world, Mike. Insane. Okay. And all I'm asking people out there <clears throat> for, and I say it every day is think for yourself. Don't listen. When you see something yeah, on you, TV, do your own research, right? Do your own research. Absolutely, and I mean, I've, you and can't you can't believe anything. You can't believe anything on the internet, Mike. Everything is psyop. It's it's, it's right. everything is disinformation. It's, and, it's and, crazy. And when truth stuff come out, they censor it. I mean, what they did to, to President exactly. Trump, trying to censor the president of the United States. YouTube's, YouTube's a joke right now. I mean, oh my god, deal on YouTube. At this point. Do you know? See, people don't realize this. They're uh, they have censored. They have censored and deplatformed. Okay. One point six, not just that, one point six billion with a B, okay, impressions that were pro-Trump in 2016 that have now been removed from the internet. Okay, we do. Yeah. We we are living in a very corrupt society right now, and and again, it's it it everybody on the left or right should be alarmed that pe- these places are censoring Mike, people. Let me, yeah. No, they're not. I mean, are you are you scared that are you scared about this like this six foot distancing? They're they're enforcing six feet. I mean, this is like this is 1984, like to the T. Oh, absolutely. My brother I mean, said, you, you know, my, I mean, you know, you, have you read 1984? I mean, I mean, this is this is terrifying stuff. What's going yeah, on? This was during the cold. You mean the Cold War uh, in in 84? Is that what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about Orwell's book. He oh, wrote about book. all this stuff. 1984. Oh, I'll have to look this in up. The book. He, I definitely want to look this yeah, up. Yeah, look up if you if you haven't read Orwell's 1984, definitely look it up because I, I definitely he's describing will. a lot of the stuff that's happening right now. I'm, and but my, I mean, but my brother thinks we're going to be question. at war with I mean, China. Are you scared of this? You know, what about this six? I mean, the cops are going around arresting people if they're if you're standing six. Can you fucking believe person. it? That's insane. This is insane in the United States of America. So we're we're about to see martial law, Mike. I mean, well, that's it's what, getting that creepy. I know we are. And the thing is, if, if Twitter's going to be censoring what the president of the United States has to say, he's going to put an executive order and he'll fucking cancel the election and declare martial law. He don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? They're not. It's uh, one thing. I'm pretty, I'm pretty terrified. I'm not going to lie. You this should is, be terrified. Uh, I'm terrified, too. And I ain't terrified of the virus. I'm terrified of the tyranny no, that's going no. on in the country. Uh, exactly. I'm scared. I'm, I'm Exactly. The hysteria these, they've created off this. Like you said, I mean, right. the, the numbers just don't add up. They shut down the whole world. Right. I mean, it's, Over, it's, ins- it's they, insane. 8.5 billion. There's 5, 5,600, 5.6 million people infected. Do the fucking numbers. That's point zero 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 one percent of the population of the world, and they Mike, shut down the world. I'm no doctor. Yeah, yeah. I'm no doctor. Hey, I'm Rick. not going to like go off on numbers, but do we yeah. need to shut down the whole world for that? Yeah, exactly. It's oh, just, so it, it so my buddy, 
My buddy Rick, who I was just talking to, he's on the call with us now. So um, if you have any questions, ask oh, him some up, questions Rick? if you want. So no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I, I don't understand how people aren't freaking out. I mean, when you have police telling you got to stand six feet away from another person and, or they'll arrest you, I mean, you, you should start getting a little scared. I agree. I agree. You know, I mean, people, is, is anybody actually arrested? It's incredible. Oh, yeah. They've arrested a lot of people. They arrested they, a guy surfing, over the country. They're, surfing they're, by himself people, in the they're, California. They're forcing you to stay I don't in your think house. that actually happened. No, it did. They showed it. It's happening. It's happening. They showed a guy getting arrested. They did not show a guy getting arrested because he was surfing by himself. Do you guys, do you guys know what the First Amendment is? There was no I mean, evidence that he was arrested for violating a social distancing order. But, but, but he's by himself. What? 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 How, what, what well, else maybe he had a warrant for his arrest. Like what? There's a lot of things he could have been arrested for. They, oh. he, but but we live in a. Just jump the conclusion. He violated is, is, social is distancing. It, here's a, here's a, here's a fair question to you, Rick. And let me ask you this. Okay, let's just say you are scared of the virus and you don't want to go out. That's your prerogative. If you want to stay quarantined, you can't. We live in a free country. If you want to open and and wear masks, I don't know if we live in a free country. Well, I don't. I agree, but I know we don't now. But let's just say you want to open. At, at this point, at this point, do you really think we live in a free country? No, I don't. I don't. But exactly. Come on now. What do you think, Rick? Do you think, still think we live in a free country? Uh, I think we live in probably the eighth or ninth freest country in the world. Yeah. Maybe maybe ten or eleven. Yeah. Mike. Mike. Yeah. Mike. Wait until they lock down the states, bud. I know. It's going to get worse, and then, and then see, what, and then see, and then see what people say, Mike. They're going to lock that. That's next, Mike. I just can't believe that that people are giving up their rights like so easily. You know what I mean? And my oh, they answer, want it. They, they people want people want it, Mike. What? It's terrifying. Yeah. Well, it's the fact is, I I just don't see. Listen. If you're scared of the virus, stay home. If you want to open your business, exactly, and you want to be careful, wear masks, do everything you can to protect, and people want to go out yeah. and risk their lives to go out and patronize well, their business. They can. Hold on. That's all fine and good now. Exactly. That's well, fine and good to say ahead. that now. Mm -hmm. The problem was when hospitals were going to get overloaded. Mm -hmm. When when the curve showed that hospitals were going to become overloaded, then it didn't. It was no longer an option to stay home if you're scared of the virus. No, I agree. But we that flattened option. that curve a month ago, Rick. Not a month ago. Did, okay, but yes, flatten, weeks ago we like, did. Like, and things should have been. Things should be communism. What's that? What did you say, buddy? When did flattening the curve turn into communism? Exactly. When did that? That's my it, it, question. It, Mike, it went so quick. It, it went from turning, it, it went from flattening the curve to all of a sudden stay in your house and don't leave. Ever. Exactly. That's flat out communism. I mean, it, it's Did you just say it's communism? Yeah. It's flat not, out communism. They're, they're still pushing it, Mike. I'm with you, man. What do you think, Rick? What's your what's your no, answer? No, no, no one else sees it, Mike. No one else connects dots, Mike. Yeah. Everyone wants to believe Fox News and CNN. They they think they're telling you the truth. No, I know they're not. I know both sides when, are fucked up. When it's when it's when it's obvious what they're doing. I mean, it's it's so I, obvious. I guess my point with you was, I mean, you, you you talk about Trump a lot, but it's like, I mean, come on, man, the guy's clearly a puppet. He's not a good guy. I mean, none of the, none of them are. So you can't. No, no, no. Politicians him. are they're good good guys. I agree with you hundred percent. They're all they're all they're all terrible humans, and it's 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 pretty it's, sad. It's very obvious. I agree. Well, we're gonna, so, we're, I mean, we we got to get it some just, more. It makes you look silly when you come on here talking about Trump, how he's so good, though. Oh, you no, know I, he's not. I'm not. I, I, there's meant you've missed a lot of my podcasts where I just 
tell you what I think of him. So it's uh, no, I listen to you. I've listened to you talk about him all the time, and it's like I, I like you, Mikey. But yeah. it's like, come on, man, you know the guy's one hundred percent a puppet. He's. I mean, he, it's he, obvious. He's not. He's a puppet, they, but he they all, he's, they all are, Mike. He's not an Obama puppet. He still does things on his own. Don't think he, that's why they hate him. It's, they don't, don't care. I don't know. They don't, don't care so. about the little lies he says. They care when he tells the truth. That's when they go crazy. That's when they go crazy. Yeah, but he's not making any decisions for himself. I mean, let's be honest. Come on. Well, right now, I haven't been pretty There's, impressed. I mean, we can agree to disagree on that. There's just no way he's 100% a puppet. They all are. Let's, I, I, let's I, I, I won't disagree. List. They're all, Anyways, they're all bought and paid for. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I got to get off the call. We're gonna take some more calls. I appreciate the call, my friend. Okay, thanks for Keep calling. Keep connecting those dots, Mikey. I will. That's what I do. That's what I do. Anyways, so uh, we'll take some calls from everybody, Rick, and we'll see what people have to say. And uh, Mike, are we gonna keep talking about uh, COVID, Mike? Or are we gonna switch subjects? Well, yeah, we could switch subjects. What do you want to talk about? I really wanted to talk about uh, this Jungle Man Dan situation. That's a good thing, okay? Now, it doesn't shock me, okay? I know what goes on in the underground poker world. Um, I, uh, I'm i a little upset with somebody like like Dan, who, uh, you know, he plays the biggest games in the world to do something like this. Like, he really needs some money, you know what I mean? Uh, so I'm a little upset with him, but this, it happens everywhere. Okay. I, I'm not going to name any names, but I could tell you that, uh, in, in, since the lockdown happened, there's a few underground sites and they're playing some very big games and people told them they were playing with these fish and they had pros playing on those fish's accounts. So let's see what this next guy has to say. Welcome to the mouthpiece. You're on with Mike Mattiso and Rick Fuller. Hey, it's uh, David from uh, Jacksonville, Florida. How you doing, Mike? Good, David. How you doing, buddy? Good, good. Uh, I'm not. I'm just one. I'm just gonna, you know an average guy, an average American. I'm about as middle class as they get. I, yep. you know, all these reasons and stuff like that. But I just want to talk from from the perspective of a middle class, right down the middle person. You know, that's what and, that, uh, you're the person this, we want to talk to. I mean, you know, I'm not scared of this, of this virus. I'm 48 years old. Um, you know, I go out and I, I'm not going to be locked down. I'm not going to have the government tell me what I'm going to do and what I can't do. Agreed. And, and the thing that, you know, if you're scared, I mean, it's, it, this is so simple and easy. If you're worried about the virus, you stay home. That's what I just out. said. My mother, my mother's 70. Yeah, she's, my mother's 74 years old. She doesn't leave the house. They go and get her groceries for her. That's fine. Right. That's what she wants to do. That's fine. Right. But these people are trying to tell us that we can't We can't go out and we have no business. My grandfather, he was 94 years old when he passed away three years ago. He used to tell us horror stories about the Great Depression. Yeah. And, and if they continue to try to lock this country down, that's what we're going to. Absolutely. That, and, and you think, you, you think and my, my grandfather told me, he said, I promise you one thing. He said, "When you know, he said, I will never be poor again. I'll never go through that again." He said, "If if I ever thought there would be another Great Depression, I'd shoot myself in the head before I'd live through that again." Well, well that's and, the thing. And that, and, and that's the and suicide I mean, rate. I got, I've got friends. I've yeah. got friends that have built their business and worked their ass off for twenty five years, and the government's telling them they're going to have to shut their business down, and then they're going to lose everything they've worked for. I mean, I, how I'm, can how can the government do that? Well, that's why I'm really worried about civil war. They're not people are not going to take this, okay? And the longer they close it down, and 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 these governors have way overstepped their boundaries. Even uh, Rick, who's on the phone with us, agrees. Okay. Um, 
What, Rick, yeah, what, and, what do you have to say when he's thing, when somebody from the middle class calls and says something like that? What do you have to say to that? What do I have to say to someone who wants to get back to work? Well, yeah, like like he just said, like the, like the governors are trying to put everyone in the poorhouse. You know what I mean? I mean, you. What do you agree- think the governors? So the governors are taking a lot of heat, right? They're taking mm-hmm. a lot of flack. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them who are going to lose their next reelection. Right. right. Do we come on, man? Are we really having these fucking connection issues again? Hold on, guys. You guys still there? Um, it's like we're back up. Yeah, we're Mike. back up. We keep we're having these internet. I've never had internet problems. It's just like. Fuck on me. Well, we got another call. Let's see what they have to say. Welcome to the mouthpiece is Mike. Hey, it's uh, Dave back from Jacksonville. I just wanted to oh. say one last thing before yeah, no I problem. have to get disconnected. Yeah, we're having but, internet uh, problems. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying that, you know, it's just sad, like I said, what's going on. And and you're absolutely correct. I mean, I, if anyone doesn't understand what, you know, CNN, the first, we got ripped here. I, I live I live at Jacksonville Beach, and we opened the beaches up before just about anyone else. Right. CNN took a picture of, I think, California Beach is full and said it was our beaches the yeah. first day. It was no, open. I remember that. And then they kept saying, yeah. yeah. And then they, and then they, they told us how we opened too soon and all this other stuff and how this, uh-huh. that, and the other. Well, our, our, you know, we have four people. There's a million people that live in Duval County. That's Jackson. Mm-hmm. Four people under the age of 60 have died from Corona. Four out of a million. I know. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to tell, they're going to tell, they're going to tell my, they're going to tell my buddies and, and my people that they can't open their restaurants back up and this, that, this the other. is it's my argument. Crazy. This is the argument and, and, and I'm what, making. Right. You know? I agree. And I'm just, I'm just telling you this is from the middle. And the last thing I want to say is, like I said, and you're the last thing you said was so correct. It's, it's the media that has scares people and, yeah. and they, and they're, they're doing it politically. Absolutely. They it's want all Trump about out. Politics. Everybody wants it's Trump all out. Political. CNN wants Trump out. That's yeah, it. they all want them out. They're, and the only way to do it is to scare the hell out of everybody. And, and it's, it's terrible. And, uh, and don't, don't be a sheep. You know, go do it. Like I said, I'm not telling people to go out. And if you're, if you're worried about it, stay at home. But don't tell, don't tell the rest of us, American citizens, that we can't do what we want to do. I mean, you know, I'm not saying to go out and go crazy. But, right. you know, if we want to go out and, and, and go get something to eat. Anyways, thanks a lot, Mike. Yeah, Take you're care. very welcome, man. I appreciate you calling the show. Tell all your friends to listen to the show. Thanks a lot, man. All right. So, um, anyways, Rick. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about this uh, jungle man uh, thing. Um, this isn't yeah. the first time uh, this has happened. Not with I'm not just saying with jungle man it might be, but this is very uh, actually. It's not the first time this has happened, even with jungle man. Really? Okay. This is very common with these high stakes poker games. Um, that's why I never trusted him. Well, let's let's see. We got another call there, Rick. Welcome to the mouthpiece. You're on the line with me and Rick Fuller. How's it going? It's going okay, Mike. I Every time we're getting thought, a call. Uh, the chat would like mother than coronavirus, so I thought we would talk more yes. about this jungle thing. Well, that's exactly I, what we're talking yeah. about. We just changed gears. It's me and Rick. We're getting ready to talk about the whole jungle yeah. man thing. Yeah. Uh, what's your What's your opinion on it? Count me in. So, uh, what I saw, so I've I've gathered as much info as I can. Like, I saw the Bill Perkins tease days ago, like everybody else. Him telling us that it was this massive scandal that was way worse than the Mike Postle situation. Given that Postle was basically stealing from people for over a year, Mm -hmm. this must be great, right? And we find out that it's 
was it Dan Cates ghosting in a rec well, game? Is that well, it? I mean, like, well, not, not well, that's nothing. But Mike Postle like, stole. Mike Postle stole. Let's right? just say Mike Postle stole one hundred twenty-five thousand. These guys are playing very big. He thinks he's playing one of the biggest whales in the world, and instead he's losing a quarter million or whatever, a million dollars. So yeah, it is bigger if you money wise if you think about it. You know I, mean, I mean, money wise, I suppose. I, yeah, it's it's. I suppose you could make that case. I hadn't really considered that. Yeah. There's something about you playing with perfect information versus – I think that's, a, that's like, an absurd versus, case. Versus yeah. pretending that you're a wreck. Like, right. What's your – hold on a second. Rick, what did you say? Because if you go into a casino – There's no way that this is anywhere close to the Mike Postle scenario. No, I this, agree Mike Postle flat out cheated and stole. Okay, Jungle Man played. Now, I'm not, before anybody freaks out, I'm not defending Jungle Man. No, there's nothing to defend. That, and we're going to talk course, a lot about that, course. I hope. Yeah, we about will. how wrong what he did was. Right. But Mike Fossil was a flat out crook, a criminal, a thief, the, the lowest of scumbags that you can be. Yeah. Okay, he stole. I, uh, Jungle I, Man, Jungle Man acted in a deceptive manner mm-hmm. to hide his identity and play poker where there's still an element of chance. Right. He still could have lost. Right. Mike Apostle could not lose. Mike Apostle right. was going to win 100% of the time. Right. No matter whether they thought Jungle Man was still playing poker in a scenario where he was where, where it was a fair the cards were still fair for Jungle so, Man. So he I'm going to I'm going I'm going to ask you this Rick cuz I've been off Twitter the last 2 days I try not to go on it cuz it gets me too aggravated. Um was was <laughs> Bill Perkins was Bill Perkins supposed to have been playing Rick Solomon and ended up playing Jungle Man. Is that what I heard? No, not Rick Solomon. Some some random guy. Okay. And it was a multi. There were there were multiple people at the table. It wasn't a heads up match. Okay. It was a random guy. It was an invite only. What Jungle Man did was he took over this random guy's account, but he did more than that. Which you you mentioned something about that that happens all the time, and I agree that it happens all the time. Right. However, he did a lot more than that. What he did was they had they were doing they were playing on. On zoom like this okay. so they he actually continued to talk on the zoom stream and pretend like he was playing while jungle man played on his account oh, wow. so he went around the whole That's zoom scenario wow yeah it's bad wow right? like it's more than just on someone else's account they they intentionally deceived the players in the game by having the guy continue to be on zoom and yeah. say that he was the one playing when Jungle Man was actually playing wow. the cards, that's a, and you know what? Well, like okay. We pl- we play a lot on Zoom in our private games, and and everybody we know in the game, so I don't have to worry about it and whatever. But I always that's, thought so like, thought. yeah, I thought like when you're on Zoom and shit, it's like legit. But to think that the guy was on Zoom talking with everybody while Jungle was playing his account on another computer. Uh, that's that's pretty bad. I mean, that's mm, it's unethical for sure. Um, it's hard to compare it to the possible situation though, because yeah. they're they're still quite different. And there's definitely Way an ethics different. breach for sure. Whether or not you call it cheating is going to be a semantics problem, but it's definitely right. bad. I mean, sure. that... well, yeah, the 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 unethical part, a hundred percent. Cheating, yeah. yes, I agree. Yeah. The fact that it was as bad as Mike Postle, Mike remember Mike Postle flat out could see his opponent's whole cards and made decisions based on that. Yeah. That is allegedly, allegedly, but yeah, that is fluffed. That is pure. That is cheating to the utmost. There are levels of there are levels of cheating here, and mm-hmm. and as bad as what Jungle Man Dan, Dan did. 
uh, as bad as that was, Mike Possel's situation, comparing it and saying, as Bill Perkins did, it's way worse. I think that's, that's yeah. I thought really I thought he was line. yeah. I thought I that was what out Mike Possel did was way worse. Let me ask you this, Rick, um, with our caller on the phone. Um, do you think uh, that supposedly he only outed uh, Dan? But he said there was others involved. Don't you feel the others should have been outed also, whether they were the main guy or not? I think that he should make a deal? only out people if he's 100% sure. I don't think that he should be speculating about who's cheating. Right. I think he should only out people when he's 100% sure. Right. Well, I heard they made a a, that, a deal that Jungle Man would be outed and everybody else would, would names would be kept in secret, which uh, I'm not a big fan of that either. You know, but you, honestly, I could I can name ten more. I could name ten things worse than than that. I mean, I I, I got I got info on things that I know have happened in the past that I just I just keep to myself. You know, I don't think it's it's something that I want to put my name in the middle of because I have enough. Problems. Richard Poplis says in chat that Mike Postle should be banned for life. Mike Postle should be in prison, dude. Yeah. Forget banned for life. Yeah. What he did was criminal. Yeah. But uh, again, they at the very to. least, at the very least, you, you you find him so much that you just take back everything he stole. At the very least, but you still have to prove it, okay? And there's obviously that, been no proof yet. I mean, as far as with the casino trying to get it uh, expunged, the lawsuit. Um, you know, I I have my opinion on it. I I mean, but I just try and keep to myself on that until all, everything and mm-hmm. the legal problems are over. And I think I've talked to you about Rick. I, I gave you my opinion on it, but I just. I just I keep it yep, public. We've talked I, about yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's best that uh, if you're a big name uh, to not go out and just say he cheated 100 percent unless there one you know there's proof. So uh, I have my uh, you know I have my thoughts on it. So uh, well, with- Jungle Man Dan's using the uh, the other problem with Jungle Man here is he's using the defense of other people have done this. Yeah. And worse. So what I did is well, that bad. Well, I know and they have. I think that's I, I, a know, atrocious uh, I know. I know. Like I said, during this lockdown, I know of a very big game that um, got like three really big fishes in it that lost seven figures, and um, they thought they were playing with uh, a couple of really big fish that were under their names. And there were professional poker players playing behind that. Uh, and so this happens a lot, which is why I never play big on the internet ever again. I learned my lesson. Name from, names, Mikey. Name some names. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to you privately. I don't want to go public with, with uh, I'll, I'll tell you privately. So uh, I just, uh, you know, I know of that happening. I know of the entire um, corporation uh during the Bobby Baldwin game at the Aria, that private game that went for four or five years. I know um, uh, what was really behind that and how much, uh, who was behind what and how much money was was basically won by somebody backing five people in the game, which is, to me, is flat-out cheating, even if you're playing straightforward. If you got five professionals in the game and you got four idiots in the game and you're bankrolling all five people... To me, that's cheating, don't you think? Uh, yes. Pretty bad. Yeah. But so, uh, and then there was the uh, the 2008 um, uh, Guy Liberté that lost 60 million on full tilt, 
and the people that were all playing with him were equity chopping. So when Guy had the nuts and he'd move in 40, 50,000 and four people would call and they'd get their money back by equity, do you think Guy had a chance when he had four cards against 16? You know, and that, to, me, to me, that's yeah. cheating also. They, they said, well, no, it's not. Barry Greenstein 100% agree with me, it's cheating. When, you got, when, you're, when you're playing six max and four or five are up against Guy and you're equity chopping every time you're all in and you're sending, you're sending the person back the rebate of what his equity was in the pot every time after the hand, that's, to me, that's cheating. So uh, that happened back then. So there's a lot of things that happened. Um, but uh, what, what Jungle Mance did, I don't think is right. But when, you know, I don't think it's an excuse to say, well, other people have done it. So, well, other people have done it, but you got caught and yeah. now you're going to have to pay the consequences. That's all. You know? you know, it's funny, Mike. When I get pulled for speeding, I can't point out, I can't point out to the fact that other people are speeding. The cop doesn't let you off when, <laughs> when you do that. It's a good point. It's a very good point. You know, so, uh, um, and, uh, yeah, so, um, I, I don't want to venture back down the virus rabbit hole. It's hard not to talk about it, but I, I do have a question for you. Yeah. When the live poker is back, how mm-hmm. long will it take you to return? Do you think me? I'd be, I'd be in the casinos tomorrow if they were open, but that's just me. Would you be wearing okay. a mask? Cause I, I've, 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 I've been seeing tweets like the Bellagio is reopening June 4th and, you know, well, like things are getting going probably early next. There's going to be no. Po- so you better you better find a nice private online game that you're not getting cheated out of because there's going to be no live poker till probably September, August, September. I mean, the wind's That's opening bad. with four four people max, but who's really going to leave? No, screw that. Well, you re- who's really going to leave their house to go to the wind to play four people at a poker tournament? Right now, I know I'm. You'll never beat the rig. You'll never, you'll never beat the rig. It's no. not going to happen. Yeah, I don't see it happening either. So, um, I did. Yeah. T- I did. Uh, have Maury. Are we going to have a world? Are we going to? We're going to have a World Series this year. Do you think? I mean, Maury Escondati was on my podcast um, two podcasts ago, or no, he was on uh, mm-hmm. the day of my birthday. He was on my birthday podcast. Uh, okay, yeah, time, I was on that too. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said eighty uh, percent. There's going to be a World Series this year, and I, I believe there will be. Huh. Um, I believe it's not going to be open. I think it's going to be like the World Series of Poker started where it was an invite only. I think there's going to be around 200 people invited to about 20 events, uh, maybe maybe 300, but uh, that looks like to me what it's going to be um, from what everything, wow. um, from what Maury tells me. There's not going to be these huge, there won't be any big field, there won't be any big field um, uh, Colossus or big field 4,000 people tournaments at the World Series this year. So it's just something that uh, will be you're thinking, you're thinking small, Mike. The big 50 had over 28,000. Yeah. So, um, but he's he told oh, is me. Is that really the World Series of Poker if that happens? That's not really, that's not even the well, World Series of Poker. Was, uh, no, I, I, I would say no, personally. I mean, it was the World Series of Poker the first five years they had it. It was all invited. It wasn't an invite. It was an open it, tournament. So it no, wasn't an invite only. When, Do- when Doyle won two, the championship twice, it was an invite only. There was like 15 people. That got that were invited to the game. There was there was nobody you could else. Still, you could still join it if you showed up with ten thousand dollars. They would. That's not what I was told. That's. I mean, I might be wrong. Really, I'm, I, I'm I never, wrong. I never heard that, Mike. I never heard that, Mike. I know the first, the very first one was that six max cash game that went for like two days. I know that. Yeah. Past yeah. that, I thought it was an open event. Yeah. So, um, 
I don't know what they're going to do with, I mean, what's good is the 10K, the 10K events, the championship events that I love to play the mixed games. uh, We never get over 200 people anyway. So uh, it'll be, those will all go and it'll be just like, um, like it, uh, you know, it's like a, or back in 2001 or what, 2002, uh, that's what you ha- you had 200 people at the World Series. So it was like a family event. Yeah. I think uh, it's going to be interesting what they're going to do. But we don't know. Like, honestly, this virus th- could be gone by the end of July. Literally, it could. It could be. I mean, SARS it's burned possible. out I, in the summer. Um, uh, the swine flu burned out. Uh, Ebola burned out from the heat. Uh, so we don't know. We don't. That's the thing about this whole thing is we don't know. It's so much uncertainty right now. So, you know, let's yeah. just, you know, we wish for the best. Well, um, absolutely. And if the World Series does do what you're describing, you got to believe there's going to be a bunch of asterisks next to every bracelet, right? Because people are going to be like, well, yeah, you want a bracelet, but it was in that soft, uh, it was in that the uh, that tiny ass, you know, 2020 field. So who cares? yeah, but but you have like, to. Lo- that's going to happen. But you have to look at it this way. You're also playing the. 200 best players in the world. I mean, there's going to be no dead money. Granted. So you have to look at it the other way too. You know, you could say, oh, you're not going through well, yeah. the big fields, but then again, you're not going through 4,000 people with 3,000 of them with no chance or 3,500 of them. See what I'm saying? So uh, it's going to, winning That's a bracelet, br- winning a bracelet actually was going to be way harder in a 200 person invite to all, to a bunch of events than the open events. Way, way harder. So, uh, you know, so I can see the other away. side of that because yeah. the variance that comes in a 5,000-person no-limit field is astronomical. No, yeah, astronomical. So there's that, too. Right. You know, so... Um, I mean, the, the minefield that the World Series became like is something that you would know particularly mm-hmm. because you've played a lot, of, a lot more of those events than me. Yeah. And getting through those 5,000-person fields is just a nightmare. Right. Yes, the 200-person field would be tougher, but the variance would be a great deal lower. Uh, so, uh, yeah. so, there is that. So, basically, to win them will be... Uh, like to win the large fields were always tough. That's why um, in the big open events, uh, if you just look back the last 10 years, there's like the only person that's dominated open events is like Chino Reem. I mean, this guy's won more million dollar tournaments than than anybody, you know, but even like- And he's still broke. Yeah, and he's broke the next day. Um, But, um, you know, and uh, there's, uh, you know, there's a lot of great players that that, that have done well, but I mean- uh, it ain't easy to get through these big fields. So, um, but it's also when you're talking about a 200 people max on all these no. events. I mean, you're you're going to be playing literally all the high roller people. You're going to be playing like the best. It's going to be like you got to beat the best of the best. So, it, it you know to say asterisk, I, I I'll disagree with that. Um, it's just going to be different for okay. one year, you know. And uh, and uh, yeah, listen, if you win, if I win a bracelet playing all these great players fucking you know it's gonna feel i mean you you're there's no soft spots i mean there's nobody gonna give you a chip you're gonna have to earn every fucking chip so uh you know that's the other way to look at it yeah so i can't see them giving out bracelets for an invite only yeah well i'd rather see that than the giving away like 10 bracelets in online events i think that's the biggest joke ever so uh yeah how about day one online day one online uh, day two and three, six max live. Yeah, maybe they Ooh, might do that. That's a I good like idea. That. That's a good idea. This way, I they, like that a lot. But then again, they uh, they can't have everybody in. You have to be in Vegas, New Jersey, or Delaware. 
to play on the WSOP.com. So that will negate the ability to get big fields too. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, anyways, I appreciate yeah. the call, they can man. Partner, they can still Absolutely. Partner oh, with, and uh, I, I will say this. The foreign um, one last thing I will say. If they, if they do do that World Series with invite only with a bunch of crushers, it will be a sick thing to watch on Poker Girl. And I will yeah, totally I mean, the, the television audience is, will be through the roof because now you're really playing the yeah. best players in the world. So, oh, um, I'll, be, I'll be one of them. That would be great to watch. I mean, yeah. I don't think that's great for the World Series, but if that's what they have to do, I'll yeah. totally watch it from home. Mike, yeah. it was great talking to you. Great talking to you too, man. Care, Stay sir. safe, man. Thanks for the call. Bye. Later. Absolutely. So, Bye. You got it. So, um, so Rick, so let's... Uh, Let's go back to this uh, jungle man thing. So, um, what's what, what's your opinion on the situation? Well, I think it's uh, I think it's pretty scummy behavior, especially uh, to do to your friends. You know, he's yeah. he's friends with with Bill Perkins, yep. and he's friends with some of these guys. Yep. I think it's uh, I think there's no call. defense for it. We have welcome to the mouthpiece is Mike. Hello, you're on the phone with Mike and uh, Rick Fuller. Hello. Yeah, sorry, I was on speaker there. Hi, hi, Mike. It's Alex. I'm uh, from Canada, but living in the Philippines. Oh, hey, Alex. Uh, how's it going, man? Thanks for the call. Oh, Lakes is good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I have a question for you. Cause I'm sure. curious, right? I read all these Twitter posts, the two plus two form, <gasps> and you have people like Nick Shulman, David Vipper, Pete, and so forth, right? They're defending uh, what happened, basically saying, "Oh, it's no big deal," and so forth. So, what do you think? the methodology is behind that, right? Somebody like Nick Shulman or, or these other pros really defending and just brushing it off. Is there, well, if it was on, a, I'll, I'll go with this and Rick, you could chime in on this too. I, if you're, if you're doing it on a random poker site, I, it's really no big deal because people do it. I would never do it, but people do do it all the time. But when you're doing it against supposedly one of your good friends, which Bill Perkins and Dan are pretty good friends, I think it's really scummy. So uh, that's my opinion. Rick, what's your opinion on that? I, I disagree with you on if you're doing it on a random poker site, it's no big deal. No, I, I didn't say so. I think it's terrible, but I said I would never do it. But I'm just saying it's a lot less worse than when you're when you're doing it against a friend for big money. Yes, yeah, stealing from your friends is worse, I guess, than stealing from strangers. I, I mean, I, I guess I can't even defend that, that statement. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, sure yeah. it is worse. There's, uh, there's, there's levels. I guess there's levels of ethical considerations here. Mm-hmm. But uh, at bad behavior is bad behavior. This is this is completely unethical behavior. Right. It doesn't matter. It, maybe it's worse that it was his friends. I guess it's worse to his friends for sure. It's going right. to feel a little personal. But right. as far as the ethics of his decisions and his behavior, yeah. I think it's pretty bad all around, regardless of whether it was his friend or it was a stranger. No, I, no, I agree. I mean, uh, I, I, I know I've had a lot of money stolen from me online and in all kinds of ways. Um, it's one of the reasons why, as much as I love online poker, um, I always used to say online poker was invented for people in the middle of the country, people that can't gamble. It's illegal to play poker where they could play like, one and two dollar, two five. It wasn't meant to play high stakes online, and uh, when 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 you're dealing with high stakes, um, people. I mean, they kill people at Seven Elevens for forty dollars. I mean, you can imagine what they'll do to steal your money. You know what I mean? So um, it's sad because the the you know there's so much greed in the world, and um, as much as I really like Jungle Man, uh, I thought he'd really come a long ways the last few years. Um, this is very disappointing to me. 
And uh, maybe Nick Schulman and Viffer said that to defend him because they play with him every day. You know, especially Nick plays with him every day in Bobby's room. Uh, but uh, I, I'm with you. I, I just don't think it's defensible. So, yeah, I, it's, of, it's, I'm not going to sit here in judgment and, okay. and pretend like uh, I've never, I've never made bad uh, ethical decisions in my life. I yeah, certainly we both have. have. But, um, but I think, uh, I, I think it's okay to say that I think this behavior is terrible, regardless of, uh, regardless of any uh, moral implications or justifications that he may have made. Mm-hmm. for doing this whatever those may have been. i mean I'm we don't sure. really know what they were let's like just say his apology letter didn't point out any kind of it wasn't even an apology letter it didn't point out any kind of justification oh I, yeah it just I, simply I, said well others have done this so so it's no, not that's, so bad that you, I did. that's a cop out you can't play the victim okay i say that's all the time it, it, playing the victim in this world is what the left wants you to do okay don't play the victim play the victor Okay, when you do something wrong, you own up to it. He should reimburse the money, okay? And then he should put out a letter apologizing to the entire poker community. And and any punishment that is brought on him, he will accept. And that is taking responsibility for your actions. Is that a fair statement, Rick? Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Yeah. So anyways, uh, I appreciate the call. You got any other questions? Hello. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. Hey, Mike. It's Delaney from Canada here. Hey, buddy. How are you doing, man? Hey, we've been having a little bit of internet problems, so if we get cut off, I apologize in advance. We've been losing our phone calls. Uh, I don't know why. Okay. Uh, Hopefully, everything will go okay. Yeah. So, um, so you guys were talking about cheating in poker, and mm-hmm. um, there's this has been on my mind for a while. I've been thinking about uh, these AI programs mm-hmm. that can just dominate pros. Oh, oh, absolutely. And so it probably won't be long. With well, these sites, most right? sites have, have are, uh, they spend millions of dollars uh, getting bots off the site. Um, matter of fact, I had uh, Phil Nagy, a head of ACR, on about, uh, about six weeks ago, and uh, he had a severe bot problem, and he said he's gotten rid of about 85, 90% of them, uh, but they're, they're very, they're very smart and they're very tough. So, um, yeah, but yeah. do you really think, like, in the future, online poker could survive? No. Um, listen, I'm gonna. I, I'm one of the people that have been cheated out a lot of money on online poker, um, so I'm not a big proponent of it. Uh, I've said it before. Online poker was put in the middle of the, in the world for people to play poker, like have home games, small games for people who can't play poker around the country and around the world. It was never designed to play million dollar tournaments online. Okay. In 2010, I was visiting Brazil, part of Full Tilt Poker. Went to a, a party before the tournament started in this mansion upstairs in a room the size of a pool hall. There was about three, 400 computers lined up back to back. I asked, what is this? They said, oh, we're teaching people how to play online poker here. I'm like, give me a break. What a bunch of bullshit. You know what I mean? They get people, they, 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 they separate IP addresses, and they, they get people to play, good players to play, get deep in tournaments, dump off chips, and uh, and make scores. You know what I'm saying? I don't trust any of it. Uh, uh, and uh, I just, if it, even if, let's just say if it gets regulated, okay? We, like when, when we had Full Tilt and Poker Stars, they, we were spending tens of millions of dollars 
to keep the bots out, to regulate it, to make sure people aren't colluding. And we still were, it was still hard to do. You know, do you think these casinos, if it gets regulated, would spend the time like, like Full Tilt and Poker Stars did? You know what I'm saying? Our party does now. Yep. So um, I just think uh, uh, you're better off uh, maybe winning satellites for like 10,000 to the World Series, kind of like Moneymaker did in 02, small buy-in tournaments, and uh, keep the uh, no the, the games no higher than uh, 5, 10, no limit, uh, with a max 100, all, 100 big blind buy-in. And if they do that, uh, I think uh, nobody could get hurt and it'll be safe. And uh, that's just my opinion. I've always had this opinion. I've had a lot of money, um, I mean, stolen from me, literally, online, in online. So... Uh, I know uh, what could go on, and it's uh, right now. I'm pretty happy. I I play in a very secure private game. When I say secure, it's it's uh, about 14 people, where everybody knows each other, and uh, we play for pretty big money. But we don't have to worry about it because we all know each other. You see what I'm saying? So I've, I've, this is the first time, and I've been doing really well because I don't know if it's the first. Maybe I'm doing well because it's the first time I haven't been cheated. Who the fuck knows? But. Uh, no, I've been playing really good and running good. So uh, that's just my opinion on that. I know I, I, I've always I've always felt that the uh, you just got to be careful. You know what I mean? And um, and that's just uh, my, my mm-hmm. thought process on that. So other than that, how you been, man? You doing good? Um, pretty okay. Uh, I'm quarantined here too. Pretty bored. You're in the Philippines, you said. No, Canada. Oh, Canada. Okay. Oh, yeah. They're really strict. They got a real strict lockdown there, huh? Yeah. Well, and, the curve's uh, been flattened for a, a month problem. everywhere, and they won't let you out of your house. This is what they call tyranny, okay? This is what they call everything mm-hmm. they accuse Trump of being a dictator, tyranny, a tyrant. This is what they're doing, okay? It's ridiculous. It's insanity. But, you know, uh, people are, it's, it's going to get ugly soon. I know one thing. It's going to get real ugly because right. people. All right. Well, I'm not very informed. I don't want to get political. I just yeah. wanted to talk about that one thing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you don't now. have to get political. Sorry to hear about your dad, Mike. And I appreciate for talking. It, no, um, absolutely. Man. I appreciate you calling me, man. And you know what? Stay safe and keep your family safe. And uh, and I'll talk to you soon. Tell all your friends listen to the podcast. Okay. Thanks a lot. Okay, so um, we closed down the phone lines because we keep getting locked off, and I apologize to everybody that wanted to call in, didn't get a chance to call in today. Um, hopefully, uh, we'll, we might run another podcast uh, Monday because uh, um, this Monday I am opening uh, my own little poker room online uh, in a very secure site. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm basically uh, renting a skin off of the site. And uh, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be running one $2 no-limit hold'em and two $4 no-limit hold'em. And I'm going to not take more than $3 max rake no matter what. Um, it's uh, basically uh, I'm doing it for my fans. I'm going to be playing two hours a day minimum on Zoom with my fans. So everybody that, that joins up, They'll be able to play with me, and anybody who's in the game with me, if they miss play a hand, I will give them lessons on what they did wrong. And basically, I'm I, I'm not uh, doing it to make money. 
Um, I'm going to make a little, enough to cover my nut or whatever, but um, I'm not there to gouge anybody or whatever. I'm basically hopefully going to get about four or five games going. Um, and if I do get that many, I will rotate uh, the entire time I'm, I'm on Zoom uh, to the middle seat in each game so everybody has enough time to play with me. Uh, if we get three games going, that's 27 people. We will hopefully get as many of you guys that want to get on Zoom uh, with us. So it'll be like a big Zoom party uh, slash play poker with Mike the Mouth. Uh, $1, $2, $2, $4. Um, I don't, I'm hoping, I'm I'm not going to let any bigger games than that go because I don't want to deal with uh, ridiculous numbers with people. So with that, I'm going to put out on my Twitter uh, and pay attention that that's uh, the Mouth Mattiso uh, at Twitter. Um, And if you don't follow me on Twitter and I'm going to uh, give uh, direct direct messaging um, messages on how you will be able to play with me uh, during the lockdown in a very secure online site in a small game. And like I said, um, I'm going to be, we're going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to try and teach people that struggle and make mistakes on hands. I'm going to make fun of you guys when you play bad. And it's going to be just a fun thing for a couple hours a day. Now, uh, you will be able to continue to play on the site if the games are good by yourself. Uh, but I am committing to two hours a day on Zoom every day. Uh, it might be four hours a day uh, if we're having a lot of fun. Um, and uh, it's something I sh- was going to do at the beginning of the lockdown, which I didn't do. Uh, but I, I really want to give back to my fans. I really want to, uh, to the people that always call me and say, I want to one day play with you. Uh, and they know I play high limit. Uh, I'm going to be let you guys be able to play $1, $2, or $2, $4 with me. And, uh, and like I said, it's going to be very, very small rake. Uh, just basically to pay for the people that are doing all the um, the books, uh, and that's basically it. So um, hopefully that game will will go uh, for two three months straight. Why none of us have poker, and uh, you'll be able to uh, learn a lot from me and enjoy yourself playing. Uh, we have a lot of Zoom parties in our big game that we play in privately online, and it's a lot of fun. So uh, I came up with the idea the other day why I was uh, smoking a little pot. And, uh, you know, when you smoke a little pot, you start to think outside the box. I said, what can I do to give back to my fans and to the people in poker that have no poker games to play that uh, always wanted to play with me? So um, stay tuned. Uh, I'm going to be putting a lot lot of Twitter information over the next three days. Um, they'll be, uh, you'll be able to direct message, uh, to, uh, the person that's running, will be running, uh, the books, uh, to either their email or a direct message to Twitter. And they'll tell you how to, to hook up to the game. Now, part the, in this game, uh, like, uh, you'll, uh, well, all, 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 everything will be, um, discussed through the direct message on how to play with me starting on Monday, this Monday, we will have, um, Mike, the mouse, little poker room opened and uh if we get two games that's great if we get three games that's great if we get one game that's great um but i'm trying to give back to uh to all my 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 listeners on the podcast and to all the people who uh 
who have been uh, loyal followers and uh, and also always wanted to play with me. So uh, look forward to that. Check me out and the Mouth Mattis Show on Twitter.com. And um, I'll also be posting on my Facebook page and you'll be able to direct message um, uh, to email somebody for instructions on how you'll be able to play with me. So I apologize. I have to cut the... Um, the uh, podcast short. We had a lot of calls today. We, t- we touched on a lot of subjects. And um, I just want you all to uh, stay safe. Uh, the virus is real, but don't fear it. Enjoy your life. You know, try your best to live life the best you, could, you can. Treat people the way you want to treat others. And uh, everybody, stay safe and happy. I love you all. I'll talk to you uh, hopefully Monday in my game. And uh, I will put out messages that you can direct message about how you'll be able to play with me all next week in these small games. Take care. Thanks for listening to episode 43 of The Mouthpiece. Good night, everyone. The Mouthpiece.